What's going on, everybody? My name is Kyle Hype. This is the Elevation Station, and today's another new episode. Pretty excited to be talking about what uh, we're talking about today because it's been a year in the making for this podcast episode. But first and foremost, first and foremost, as always, this episode is brought to you by New Heights. NewHeights.com has got some good stuff on there. We got gear. We got the. We got the, the hats collection. We got the OG collection, the originals. Um, we got our podcast episodes all in there as blog posts as well. And then YouTube videos and so much more is coming. It's been such an exciting process and journey with New Heights. And moving forward into 2021, it's a great year. Um, I, may, I even look back at this year and know that this is a great year because New Heights has grown so much as well, uh, as well as myself. So it's kind of just like a reflection of myself. So if you use the code journey on newheights.com on any of your order, you get 15% off. I appreciate any orders. It helps us continually grow. It helps us continually just live out our purpose and live out my purpose, which I, I love to do on a daily basis. And I try to do every day, uh, getting 1% better, helping somebody, doing whatever it may be through a podcast, through a podcast, through a conversation. That's what New Heights exists to do, elevate others. And that's what we want to do. We want to help you break through limits to reach new heights so you can experience life at the highest level. And I hope anything that New Heights puts out can help you do that, even if it's just one little inch or you climb 10,000 feet. Um, I hope that it can help you in some kind of way to become the best version of yourself. Now, diving into this podcast episode. This has been a year as this episode is part of this series called The Year 2020. And it was going into this year, I knew I wanted to do a sober year, a year of no alcohol. Now, to backtrack a little bit, I did six months no alcohol back in 2017. And that sparked because there was an event that I was supposed to go to at a church. And the night before, I got too hungover and I had to call in the next day at church. So I didn't go. So I said, Kyle, you need to get your shit together. And let's go this next year coming in 2017, uh, six, six and a half months sober, no alcohol. So I did that um, and it was awesome. And then I broke that fast, that's, that six and a half months of uh, a night with a nice glass of wine. So, and then moving on to this year, coming to Las Vegas, I knew it was gonna be a big leap. And I knew that there was a lot of things that needed to just fall into place for me and needed to be worked out into me. I, I didn't really know, I just knew that I didn't wanna have any days to where I was set back due to being hungover, due to having a headache, or doing to just not being 100% myself so I can be so I can bring myself um, at 100% to each you know client I, I talk to each day I go to work with my business or each day I have a conversation with somebody I wanted to be at the top of my game coming into this new year coming into this new city in order for me to continually do what I'm called to do on this earth all through new heights so setting this intention back in December ish coming home from from um, Columbia I knew I was like all right Going into 2020, it's going to be a sober year. Now, coming into like end of February, March, when the world starts shutting down and I'm starting to be quarantined and, and, and isolated and I'm by myself, that's when the true tests started to come. I was lonely. I was depressed, kind of. But I knew that my, my desire to have a drink, to have a beer, to have a glass of wine, which would probably end up in having a case of beer or a bottle of wine, I knew that that was something that was going to just set me back. And I kept this commitment to myself that I was going to be sober this year. And it was a year of 
absolute insanity with being tested in this, you know, realm of not drinking. And thanks to like, I drank a lot of LaCroix because it kind of had like a sparkling taste like a beer. And I kind of just, that was my little, you know, replacement of that drinking habit. Now I, to backtrack even more, I never had a drinking problem. Um, and if I did, I mean, I'm still alive and still good. I never went to rehab, but I just wanted to challenge myself in a new way. So this wasn't like, also like I had something really, really bad happen to where I was like, I needed to be sober for a year. It was just, as I said, going into Las Vegas, I wanted to be the top of my game mentally, physically, um, just so I can take on what life is presenting me, what life is helping me work through and, and, and develop in my own self to become the best version, to reach my own new height. So with that being said, <laughs> coming in and I drank a lot of Croy because that was just something that it, it, I just, the, the, the craving was there, the, the need, because I also know that, and looking back, that that was a kind of a way that I was trying to escape or try to numb what really was trying to be seen within me, within my heart, within my soul. And having that ability to recognize that now and be aware that the, the times that I wanted to drink was because I was uncomfortable, because I was lonely, because I was not comfortable with just being myself and being with myself. And the, uh, you know, the, the reach for alcohol, the, 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 the want of alcohol, whether that was just one beer or one glass of wine or whatever, was to help me numb or escape from that current mood or feeling or emotion that I was in. And when I did not reach for that, I reached for the LaCroix, which allowed me to helpfully just kind of get that little crisp buzz, um, you know, clarity buzz. It was good to help me really see what I was not comfortable with within myself. And it took a process and it took this whole year until really this last quarter um, that I really had a, a, a big breakthrough for myself to just not, to help me work things out, work things out in myself. And looking back again a little bit more, like when I, when I mentioned I was gonna do a sober year to, to individuals or to people or friends or whatever, they're all like, oh my gosh, Kyle, that's a big commitment, I could never do that. And what helped me do this this whole year, um, even though there was lots of tests and tribulations that almost pushed me to the edge to where I was just said, fuck it, and, and went for it, but I didn't. And But with that, when people would tell me I could never do that, I realized that it was kind of just an identity issue. And not saying that like you are bad in your identity, but alcohol is tied to their identity. They come home at night after work, they have a beer. They come home at night after whatever, they have a glass of wine. Not saying that that's bad or anything, but that's part of their routine, part of their habits, part of their identity. And so me coming into this year that helped me do it, I had to switch that identity to be like, you know what, I am sober. I am sober this whole year. I don't drink alcohol. That's just what I do. That's who I am. And that really helped in the long run to really solidify it. Because of course, the first you know month was hard. I wanted a beer. The first three months were difficult because the world started to shut down and I just wanted to not sit with myself all the time. And then come like September, when I was really at the point to where I was about to break and, and, and give in, I, really, I just came back to myself. This is not, that's not who I am. I'm not drinking this year. I'm sober this year. That, part, that was part of my identity and that helped me push through all the way to the end of the year, till now. And it's been pretty exciting. And the benefits of being sober this entire year, not only did they help me like work out so many internal issues and struggles and things that were trying to be brought to the service, but when they were brought to the service before, I would just suppress them through drinking or through drinking uh, beer or alcohol or whatever or party. I was able to have all that come up. And this was like the perfect year 
for all this to come up because I had the most time I've ever spent by myself um, alone to really work through these things, to understand why I do the things that I do, why I thought the thoughts that I thought, why I was acting in certain ways and having these feelings and these emotions and and never really working through them and suppressing them sometimes. But this year, being sober, those were brought straight to the forefront and it helped me overcome these things, overcome these ideas, help me rewire myself and just become a whole new Kyle. And I freaking love this new Kyle. He's cool. He's awesome. And I accept him the way he is. And it's just been able, it's been a beautiful journey, a beautiful struggle on this beautiful journey. And it's helped me become who I've always wanted to become and continually going on. So I, I realized also that when I drank alcohol before, yes, it was sometimes an ex- like a, a form of escapism, which a lot of us can do that consciously or unconsciously. We want to drink alcohol because we need to relax and we need to relax because we're in a stress state. But why are we in that stress state? So let's look at the internal root problem of being in that st- stressed state. Now, that's a whole different podcast episode, but I'm just saying there's something in that root cause that's causing you to be stressed that you're trying to now numb or relax from with an outside force, an outside, uh, outside source like alcohol. So being able to like do that, I, I realized that, okay, it was part of escapism part of trying to numb something, numb a feeling that I didn't want to experience or really work through or really just call into my life and be like, why is this here? Why is this bugging me so much? Why am I not dealing with this uh, extreme emotion, this extreme feeling or whatever, this thing that's kind of like poking at the internal heart and, and cords of my soul and trying to help me work it out. And I also noticed that, and I drank, and this has been a huge part of my growth this year, is setting boundaries for myself. Um, I've always had a difficult relationship with myself, but as a couple episodes, you know, prior to this one, I talked about my new relationship and that new relationship is with me. It's with myself. And now I didn't really have established boundaries previously when I drank. Sometimes I would drink one beer. Sometimes I would drink like what I felt like a hundred beers, whatever that may be. There was no established boundaries to myself because I didn't really hold myself to my own higher standard or to my own way of being that I thought like the identity thing, like I said before, you know, I, 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 would always go out those boundaries. I would cross those lines and they would leave me you know, hungover the next day or spending a lot of money at the bar or whatever like that. And that was just something I didn't have. So not having those boundaries, also known as constraints, which are healthy for you to help me thrive, they, they just, you know, I went to both sides of the pendulum. And this year, you know, you could say that I swung to the other side of the pendulum, not drinking any alcohol for the whole year, but I think I really just got to my center. I mean, I know I got to my center because that's where I am now. And heading into this new year, I, I am going to have a drink. I'm going to have a drink on New, on new Year's Day. Um, I promised my buddy that you know, I'd do this whole year. And at the same time, uh, at the time when New Year's comes the next year, you know, I'm going to have a nice cold shot of tequila with you. And we're going to have a nice Coors Light because that's what we like to drink. And, but that time, and now this new Kyle, uh, this new identity of going into now 2021, is that I put boundaries on myself. I put restrictions, these constraints that are healthy for me to, in order for me to continually thrive. And if it's, it's, a, it's a test. And now I'm not saying I'm going to be perfect. And maybe as I test myself, I fail. And then I'm able to get back on the horse and go at it again. And maybe this time just, you know, a year of sober has been awesome. Maybe I now become sober for my entire life. And you made me think like, oh my gosh. I mean, I love wine. I love wine. I love beer, especially hazy IPAs. They're just delicious. And I love Coors Light and Bud Light. Like, it's just fun to drink out in the sun and, and, and enjoy. You just, 
you know? But if I was, as I go through this next year and, and I test myself in certain things and staying within my constraints, my healthy boundaries for this, if, I'm, if I go outside that boundary, I know I just can say, it's okay, Kyle. You see this now. Now just change the whole thing. Just be sober, period. And I'm totally cool with that. And it's just for the time being. And I want to be able to do that and test myself and learn and grow more. So that's how things are looking going into the, to the new year. Because as I said, no boundaries previously. Ways of escapism, trying to numb something and not holding myself to a higher standard with a, not, uh, with a bad relationship with myself then. to now understanding that there's a whole new relationship with myself. I freaking love myself now. It's awesome. I hold myself to a beautiful standard to where there's no pressure, there's no judgment. And I have these healthy boundaries in my life because I love myself in order for me to thrive to who become who I want to become. And if these boundaries aren't there, you're kind of just all over the place. These constraints are kind of all over the place. So I'm putting these here because I love myself. And I want to test myself to just see how far I've grown, to see how much more I can build in my life uh, with these constraints of these boundaries. And alcohol is just a small little test. It's just a small little test for me. So I'm going for that. And the biggest thing that I look back at this whole year of being sober and my year, my word for this year was my words was planted and all in. And as I talk about so many times as being an acorn planted to grow into an oak tree, I had to, to, to let the dirt do its work this year coming from a new, a new place, living out in San Diego and then living in Colombia, and then finally coming to Las Vegas. I had to, this is a brand new planting for me. I was just taking myself and putting myself into the dirt, to this Las Vegas soil. And this whole year, I really just, I see it as letting the dirt do its work. Same thing when you plant a seed, same thing when you plant an acorn, you plant it in dirt. And when you plant it in dirt, it's the seed, it's dark down there. It's cold down there. It's sometimes wet and, and it, you get rained on and all these things. And what feels like rain is really just kind of food for your soul because in that shell, so much is changing. So many things are working out so you can break through that hard shell and grow into what you're supposed to become and grow into who you're supposed to become. But at first, you have to let the dirt do its work. And so now looking at this whole year, understanding that like I being sober, I've just let the work, I let the dirt do its work. And that took a lot of internal work. And it's still a never ending process of internal work, but I feel like this has been one of the biggest years that I've grown tremendously, especially these last three months. And it's been incredible because the first nine months were just pretty difficult. And that was the dirt doing its work. That was me working out the inside things, the feelings, the emotions, the traumas, the ideas, the negative thoughts, negative habits, whatever, working all that out so I can break through this shell and become my true authentic self and live as my true authentic self. And it's been a beautiful thing. So, and that sparked, everything has been sparked because I just promised and committed to myself to be sober this year. It's been beautiful. And if you are like, I can never do that. I just, you know, tell you, look at, look at the identity. I bet you can. Of course, the first week is going to be hard. The first two weeks, the first month is going to be hard because it's something that's into your routine. You, you sit down and you have dinner and you have a glass of wine. And it's no big deal. Or you sit down and you go and you have a beer or whatever. Friday night, Saturday night, shit, Tuesday night, whatever. You're having a beer, you're having a drink. And now if you just change it, it starts to get easier. And then by the time, you know, four or five months rolls around, you're like, I'm in this four or five months already. Like I'm going another. And then after you hit the six month or halfway period, if you're going for a year, you're like, I, I got this. This is good. And then by the time it comes down, you just, you've, you've compounded so much momentum that you just hit 
hit the goal striving and be super stoked that you did. So that's what it is. Moving forward, 2021, definitely going to be testing myself, especially coming up, you know, tomorrow, New Year's, New Year's Eve, um, 12 o'clock, New Year's Day. Nice little cold shot of tequila and a Coors Light. So really excited to uh, just test myself and see how it goes. Um, this has been a beautiful year and the most difficult year I know for so many people. So I, I thank you so much, though, for listening to this podcast episode. I appreciate you. I think you are an incredible human being. Even if I don't know you, I believe that you have greatness inside of you that this world craves. And it's your goal and it's your thing to just act on it. Small steps. And I promise things will continually work out. They always do. And yeah, this is the New Heights journey. This is New Heights. This is the Elevation Station. I hope it elevates your life to new heights. Thank you so much for listening again. And until next time, have a beautiful, beautiful, incredible day, an incredible New Year's Eve, an incredible New Year's Day. And let's, let's just let 2020 happen for us and see how life goes.